When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And thanks for joining us for another Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. So we're here talk, talking about grass uh, greenhouse technology as it evolves and how indoor farming can also help solve one of the most pressing problems of world hunger. Among other things, uh, we're here now with a company that's bridging the gap between cannabis and agricultural growth success. Uh, they are the makers of the revolutionary Pangea software. Open architecture, wireless horticulture lighting platform, collecting all sorts of plant growth data, including temperature, humidity, soil content, and more, and can automate reactive actions like watering, turning, lights off, or creating alerts. I'm here with the chairman and CEO of Pangea Global Technologies, Brian Freed. Brian, thanks for being on with us. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. That's a, You have a lot of very uh, big end goals with a lot of things going on. What I want to find out is, the method to where you are looking to bring indoor farming into a place where for the sustainability, for the, the yield, the amount of the cultivation can be done where it's not just in the cannabis space and growing and improving and innovating in the space, but you're also looking at the larger picture for uh, the ag tech industry about world hunger. So take to me real quickly, just what you're, what stands out with what you're doing right now at Pangea in this era of business and uh, kind of a philanthropy kind of aspect? Well, look at it this way. Farming hasn't changed since, you know, Noah. And uh, and our, we, we grow our, our food the same way we've always grown it. We grow cannabis the same way we've always grown it until very recently. And that, you know, that's worked. But the world has changed and the population has grown. And we have to deal with things like severe weather and global warming and a shortage of resources like water and nutrients and and, you know, the issues that that really surround transporting things, the consumption of diesel, what that does to the environment. So you have all of the confluences of the things that have happened really and been magnified over the last 10 years. And they threaten us all. I mean, not only for for growing crops like cannabis, but for growing, you know, lettuce and tomatoes and everything else you can possibly think of. 
And so the interesting thing about all this is that the, the what we've developed is pretty much crop agnostic. It's plant agnostic. You can apply it to cannabis for CBD, cannabis for recreation, cherry tomatoes, pick a plant. It doesn't matter because growing is really accomplished the same way. And in this new environment, we can't afford to waste water or nutrients. We can't afford to expend diesel fuel like the environment's not going to be affected by it and, and so on and so forth. So what we've done is we've merged the, the hardware of growing things with a software platform whose goal is to make sure that we optimize the things that are required for growing, like water and nutrients and sunlight and climate. And in doing that, we've created this brand new industry of growing things indoors, which has some other benefits. Right. So, I mean, you think about all the crops that were wiped out by the hurricanes in the last few years. The crops that were grown indoors didn't get wiped out. The crops that were grown indoors were grown 365 days a year. So if you have a seasonal crop, you no longer have a seasonal crop. You can grow it anytime. Right. And once you get the recipe and you feed it into a software platform and you know what that success quotient is, you can say, hey, call up that recipe and keep on doing it the same way because I want that same big, fat, delicious strawberry that I had last month. And I want that exact recipe for the rest of my life because that's a strawberry I want to eat. And that applies to any plant. So here's a brand new way, you know, since since the Bible of of helping us feed ourselves and helping us grow other plants that have both recreational and pharmaceutical use. And, you know, we're just scratching the surface right now. This is the beginning of a brand new era. So I want to ask now, uh, late last year on the program, right around Thanksgiving time, I talked to another company that was talking about what they were doing in terms of uh, AI pest and disease detection. Mm -hmm. within the grow. So mm -hmm. the idea was to have multiple cameras, being able to go ahead and oversee anything that might be going on in the grow to make sure that the quality of each plant was succinct and they didn't have, they would have very little waste. The same thing would go in the fact that we're you're using technology yourself to get the most optimal possibilities when it comes to water, when it comes to any kind of feeding the plants, be able to get, give the room to grow, the lighting and the technology to come into play on the one. So when I look at all these factors, I mean, what is it that you see? Well, let's just say with the Pangea software, for instance, mm -hmm. what can you tell me that really brings out the most optimal conditions within the indoor grow in terms of how much water is being used, how much resources are being used and how much manpower needs to be used to go ahead and make sure that every plant is being looked after without an overuse of resources, keeping overhead low. Talk to me about that. Well, you know, let's take one step back. So the detection of uh, pests and mold and, you know, other bad things, <clears throat> that that is a new byproduct of technology um, that really was developed for cannabis and will probably lead the way for food as well. Mm -hmm. When we designed this platform, it's an open architecture platform, which is in, in dire contrast to just about everybody else's platform, which is closed. So what we saw when we, we first began to think about this in 2017, 
is that there were going to be a lot of very smart people developing very good things forever, right? And we weren't going to be the smartest folks in the room. So this is an open architecture platform that consolidates what used to be in silos. So whether it's fertigation or HVAC or lighting or um, mold detection or insect detection or other plant problems, all of those things can be incorporated into our platform and, and need to be. Because the idea is for you to be able to control your grow remotely, right? Have notifications if any of your key metrics go out of whack, if the temperature is too hot, if bugs show up, if your fertigation needs to be triggered, whatever it happens to be. You're the grower, you know how to grow plants, but you can't be in that grow 24 7, 365. You have to sleep. So, mm-hmm. technology allows you to monitor and control that grow remotely and multiple grows remotely, basically from a command station, a single pane of glass. And so, what are you really trying to do? So, think about traditional farming. You have to irrigate your field. So, you have these big irrigation things, water goes into the field, and what is lost goes into the water table. It's wasted. Fertilizer, the same way. Mm-hmm. The plants absorb what they need. The rest of it goes into the water table. That's actually pollution. It's not very good for our water table. And so on and so forth. So by by introducing technology that integrates all of the hardware in a grow and all of your key metrics and creates notifications where there, uh, you know, there, something might be going out of range where there's a cause and effect. So for example, if your temperature is too hot, you can trigger the air conditioning to go on and so on and so forth. You now really optimize not only all of your resources that you're bringing to bear in the grow, but now let's face it, you need less people, which means less human error, which means more surety, which means you have have insurance for your crop that it's gonna actually come out the way you want it. And that's the kind of 30,000 foot view we started with. And that's really what Pangea represents. Now, there's a recent story that you wrote uh, just before the end of the year with Forbes, uh, talking about using indoor farming to protect food supplies during natural disaster recovery. So we're yeah. seeing a lot of different things where, you know, either real super storms, cold spots going up in the Northeast and having the Arctic cold from that came through right around Christmas time last year. Right now, there's a lot of extensive flooding in California at the moment, the various things where we're seeing always weather just changes. And, you know, everybody can go into a longer form discussion about climate change and, and the form discussion about where, you know, this, why this weather is sometimes could always be unpredictable in a sense. Now you talked about how vertical indoor farming operations are quote unquote disaster resistant because they're operating in controlled environments protected from the elements and building this indoor farming structures like these are even reclaimed urban areas, we can do it also in that same vent. So choosing a location, no farms can build near urban centers, reducing the need to store farm produce. So taking it away from, you know, out in the sticks, out in the areas where you need to go ahead and put, where you need to go ahead and grow outside and you need to have the land out there that you want to make it where you can also, is it an idea where you also want to go and be able to have it where it's the placement. It doesn't have to be where you normally have agricultural. You can just place it anywhere. Plus, you can also control any kind of natural, you know, what, what, what Mother Nature might provide outside of there that will not be affected inside. 
Exactly right. I mean, that's why we call it control. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply environment agriculture you know from an esg point of view what i looked at when we started to talk about this in, in 17 was the rust belt in pittsburgh or the problems in urban detroit places like that what they they created these enterprise zones the idea of the behind the enterprise zone was to create jobs and elevate a community the problem is the jobs weren't real jobs they were t-shirt printing or you know flag making or something that people just don't need or that you're going to go to Walmart and get a better price anyway. <clears throat> but what do we all have to do? We all have to eat. So can you imagine now, instead of importing all of your fruits and vegetables from the California Central Plain, from ConAgra, from this massive you know farm, where they engineer everything for longevity, not for taste or nutrition, mm -hmm. because it's got to travel thousands of miles and it's got to last a long time. Can you imagine displacing that with sort of like the European model where right in your own neighborhood, you grow fresh food? Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't require shipping. You can go and pick what you want to eat for that day, that right. morning, that evening, and know it's fresh. And boy, those jobs are going to sustain because we're all going to need to eat till we die. And so we need that food, right? And right. so here is, it, it, knocks, it checks a lot of boxes. You're, you're going to have something in your neighborhood that you need that's sustaining that is not going to be affected by weather because it's controlled environment. Mm -hmm. And so that once a year grapefruit that you got doesn't have to be. It can be grown all year round. And you can have it whenever you want. And you can have as little or as much as whatever you want. They don't have to give you um, a, a, a proscribed amount in order to make it worth their while to sell it to you because they're growing it on a onesie, twosie basis. So the the benefits to this, to humanity, are, is really just beginning and is clear to me. But I think that is going to be the next big industry to check all of those boxes the biggest one being there's a lot of people around the world who are starving. That's just a fact. I mean, drought and severe weather, 
you know, debate global warming or you like, the famines are real. This is the antidote to famine. And it's it's legitimate. It's financially legitimate. You can make a profit if you're in that business. It's not altruistic. So I, you know, right. have big thoughts about this. I want to just I want to take just one quick passage from the Forbes article I mentioned before, just to go and make point, just because I like the context you put into this. And I want to ask one of the questions after that. So you mentioned that I believe the key is to continue to develop utilizing advanced smart software systems that can bring lighting, watering and other conditions together. So growers can build a recipe of success and then store that information to repeat successful crop cycles based on proven past results. Uh, I'll just take from there, but I also want to ask this then. Because when you think about every time that, you know, in the 80s, we thought about the starving in Africa, you know, seeing kids there starving, or we always see commercials that always talk about uh, there are kids that are suffering right now. They don't they have enough, not enough food, enough donations are being done out there. A lot of philanthropy is being done. You know, I used to get the story about uh, the, the song that, that uh, was done for Christmas, uh, Band-Aid. Did they know it's Christmas time at all? And I remember, I forget how many millions of dollars worth of food that was, or, or dollars that were donated but then knowing that when it went to africa that once it was dropped to those those citizens there there were these you know vile ruthless dictators that came in were able to go ahead and seize whatever money or whatever supplies came in and took it away it was just like there's the part where and i want to know what that what you think about that is just a matter of security of these grows if we're able to get these where they can be put into various areas where there's that need to solve the problem of world hunger but the problem is we still have these you know underlying effects where some of these environments you know there's oppression there's i mean there's a lot of different things in terms of either political military whatever kind of effects there is is that something that you know do you see an answer to that part so that this software these types of grows can sustain and can do the good it's intended to do you know that's a great question. I was just really talking to my sister about this, who is the treasurer for an orphanage in Uganda. Yep. And they have these issues. They got 700 orphans and yep. they have issues of of uh, food insecurity and you know because of what's happening in those areas. So but here's the reality. If if you rely on basically traditional open space farming for your food and the Janja weed comes by, you're done because it's not defensible okay it's not it's not even controllable i mean it's, it is what it is and they come and they they take what they take one of the really interesting things about indoor farming is that you can either put it in a, an abandoned building like the ones we talked about in pittsburgh or detroit yeah or you can build a building that's secure literally completely secure from bandits from you know tribal factions from whoever um and have that grow not not uh, only not interrupted by weather but by you know uh, bad actors right. and so think about a, a a warehouse type building steel and concrete right instead of instead of spending that money on food that's going to go away and you're going to go away afterwards the people right. will be starving in a month you, def you put that money in infrastructure so that, you know, the bad guys come knocking on the door with guns. You just lock it. You know, I mean, yeah. you can't get in because there's no way to get in and it's completely self-contained. And so, in my opinion, that's a much more secure environment for growing food. And it can be next door to a community.
You know what I mean? It can right. be next door to a bomb shelter. It can be anywhere. There's no restriction. If you if you um, don't have energy, it can be solar powered, at least even partially. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of, of different ways that communities like that that are really very hard pressed because of their political environment, their right. in some cases their tribal environments. Um, to survive, this is an easier way to ensure that food security. It's one of those things that I think about when when everything is all with great intentions, but it's one of those things where even the most smartest of smart software technology, that's another underlying factor that has to be addressed, especially when you're talking about this overlying idea of world hunger. I appreciate where you're coming from with that. Let's go ahead and talk about the website, and let's go ahead and talk about the software. The website is Pangea. Uh, so and it's a, again that whole idea of the the countries that the original concept of Pangea where all the continents split up uh, p a n g e a global technologies.com and let's quickly just go and jump into the Pangea software so what I want to learn about that is what it entails in terms of being able to go and connect everything together when it comes to lighting whatever technology resources take me inside of what that all entails well, think of an iPhone. So the iPhone was constructed because Steve Jobs lost the battle with Bill Gates over his operating system. He had a better operating system, but nobody could write software for it. I was a player in the Silicon Valley in the 80s, up front and close, I remember it. Bill Gates said, no, I want everybody to be able to write software for Windows. Well, he won that battle. Steve Jobs learned from it and said, well, I'm going to make the iPhone now. And the iPhone's going to have the ability to have as many apps as you want. And can you imagine, I wish Steve Jobs was alive today to see the the broad scope of applications that we all have on our iPhones now. You know, yeah. EKGs that, that can monitor your heart and your your um, uh, your A1C and your, your blood glucose and, right. and monitor your health. And, uh, you know, the, the list is endless. So... We thought that was the greatest thing since sliced bread. So Pangea is an iPhone for ag tech. It is an open uh, architecture platform that can incorporate any hardware or software into that platform that is currently existing or will ever be developed, as long as we have access to the APIs. And you can integrate that into the cause and effect scenarios of what you need in a grow. And actually... Originally, we developed it concurrently for um, governments, municipalities, military bases, hospitals, um, all of which need a variety of different kind of utilities to monitor and control their environments. This one's a, you know, a very targeted one. And so currently we saw, because we started out as a lighting manufacturer, we saw lighting as the most prevalent real estate in the world to deliver connective uh, connectivity under power because you need power right so here's lighting everywhere and when lighting went led we thought hmm we can make the light fixture a computer it doesn't have to sit under your desk and so that is the nexus between hardware and software that we've developed at pangea where the software basically can reside anywhere, but the most economical place to put it is in the nearby light fixture. Now, in growing things, you need the light fixture to grow. And LED has provided us an ability to 
basically replicate the sun for whatever spectrum the plant likes. Strawberries like different spectrums than cannabis, for example. Right. And so we can replicate that spectrum with LED technology. That's half of it, but the other half is to control that light for the cycles that are required, for the times that are required, and the intensities that are required. And so we melded that together. And then the natural question was, what else do we need to control? And so Pangea can control virtually any aspect of a grow for basically anything that you need to grow. And it can also control the surrounding environment. I mean, it can control the lights in your parking lot if you want it to. It can provide privatized Wi-Fi. It can provide data analytics and storage. So when you get something that you like, that data will be stored. It can be analyzed. It can be called up and it can be replicated consistently. And that's really the secret sauce behind Pangea is the ability to consistently replicate something that worked one time. You don't need the grower's knowledge. If he leaves you and gets a better job, you're not out of business. You know, your investors are going to be happier because they're not worried about one guy controlling the success of the entire company. No. You need less human resources, which means you need less labor to create this. Um, there's a lot of benefits as a business to having technology versus traditional methods. So we want to make sure to get some people to get to the website, PangeaGlobalTechnologies.com. And for those, uh, real quickly, when they go to the website, there's also a couple other things you have when it comes to Visionaire and Rapid Grow LED. Just take a minute to go ahead and tell people when they go to the website what they should be doing. Well, the website's actually Pangea Global Tech. We couldn't spell the whole word, so it's PangeaGlobalTech.com. And we have brands. The, there's a software brand, which is Pangea. Rapid Grow LED is the indoor lighting line. And unlike all of our competitors, because we manufacture everything in-house vertically, soup to nuts, we basically build um, custom lighting for exactly what you want to grow. Because as I mentioned, different plants like different kinds of lighting. One size doesn't fit all. Right. So Rapid Grow is created to address that and, and to provide to growers exactly what they need. No more, no less um, optimizing energy. The Vision Airline is everything you need in your building, which you know can be the lights you turn on in order not to walk in the dark or in your right. parking lot. Um, or any other place. And so it's a complete approach to what a grower might need um, and other entities as well, obviously. But um, specifically targeting uh, a grower, they don't have to look at multiple places to have solutions. We have a solution that really all emanates from one source that way. And that's really what the website provides is brands to do that. So once again, I want to thank you, Brian Fried, Chairman and CEO of Pangea Global Technologies. Thanks for being on us, and thanks for really supporting a really major cause. We need more things like this to happen to make, you know, again, make this a better world. Thank you again for all your contributions. Well, thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. And if you have any questions, I'm very easy to find. Just push the buttons on your telephone and I'll be here. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20.